Welcome to Being Extra, the show about everybody who's below directors and actors. Uh, today, I'm joined by my good friend, Ricky. How you doing, Ricky? Hey, hey man. Thanks for having me on. Crazy how time flies by. You came from Tampa, I believe, right? Yeah. Came up here and uh, a couple years ago and uh, just wanted to get into the film business because there was nothing in Tampa. Yeah. And uh, just ended up being going to the background world. It's good to have you, man. And you guys can follow Rick at the Rick four one five. Follow him. He has awesome posts. You know, he's an actor. You do a dinner show as well, right? Like a detective dinner show. Yeah, actually, now we're gonna drop the product placement and the name right here. There you, you can go. See it on the mug. The dinner detectives. Speaking of quarantine, how's quarantine going for you? Uh, it's it's uh, it's good. Um, I guess. I mean, as good as it's gonna get. We're still stocked up on food and toilet paper and beer. So we got all the essentials right now. Yes, yes. Perfect. And, uh, you know, just been catching up on movies, catching up on shows. Uh, we're currently halfway through Lego Masters on oh, Fox. So I heard about we're, uh, we're, getting, we're getting some progress done. Yeah, it's a good show. It's very stressful. Very stressful. Yeah. If you don't like things falling apart and, you know, <laughs> shaky hands, it's, it's not the show for you. Oh, I, I can't imagine, man. Well, you know, everybody has been on Tiger King recently. And I follow the hype train, and I'm guilty of it, but it's worth it. I 100% recommend it if somebody hasn't watched it. I had to get my wife into it. Uh, that was a hard one. That was a tough sell to my wife. She was like, what is that? I don't want to see, I don't want to see tigers in cages. And I'm like, no, no, but it's the people that have the tigers in the cages. They're the story. And it's, it's this crazy it's just like crazy stories that happen every 30 minutes. It's an amazing watch. I recommend it. <laughs> and, well, I was looking at the movie news today, and it looks like there's going to be an extra episode. I'm hearing about that. I'm very excited for that extra episode. <laughs> and we'll see. We'll see how it goes. Uh, what other shows would you recommend right now during this quarantine? Uh, let's see. Uh, what else? We, we finished watching the big show show which is where you have the wrestler, the big show, and he's got right. his own little like uh, sitcom. It's yeah. pretty funny. You know, it's a good show if you're a wrestling fan and, you know, it's a good kid's show. Okay. Uh, I feel like there's a show that's, that no, not many people know about. It's called The IT Crowd. The and IT it's like, Crowd? Uh, British humor. Yes, mm -hmm. yes. And it's got a bunch of uh, these British stars from, uh, that got famous. And I wish I could remember their name because this is terrible for the interview. But it's the dude from um, The Watch. That's a movie with uh, right. Ben Stiller, where they were. The, it's uh, the British dude with the hair. Yes, he's yes. in there. I know who you're talking and about. The, uh huh. And then the other dude is the one from. He was in Bridesmaids. I think he ended up becoming the main one's boyfriend, the police officer. Yes. So if you can piece together the you know I, those I, links, I think then, you know who I'm talking about. I think that's Mel Melissa McCarthy's wife, uh, husband. No, is that who you're talking about? Wait, oh no, the, oh, sorry. I was thinking. Of, no, I was thinking of the air, air marshal. Sorry, sorry. Okay, that sounds good, man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, I haven't seen that in a while. But okay, good. Thanks for the recommendations, man. Yeah. They've done other movies, but that's the first thing that comes to mind. Well, my personal recommendation is uh, *Parasite*. It's on Hulu. Hulu is one of the cheapest. You watched it already? Oh, I saw it before it came out on Hulu. I had to search. I had to search all of Atlanta. Okay, and this was before the Oscars, before it got any nomination. It wasn't anywhere. You had to go to like a very artsy theater, you know, 
It wasn't like an AMC. It was it was at one Regal in Atlanta, and I live far from Atlanta, so it was a it was a drive. It was so worth it. And and people say, oh no, you know, reading the captions, the subtitles ruins a movie, and it did not ruin this movie. It is such an amazing movie, and if you have Hulu, go watch it. It's seriously one of the cheapest streaming services right now, so it's a high recommendation for me and you know anybody. Just look at the reviews online. I'm not the only one, and I'm I'm so happy that I saw that movie. And again, and again, another movie I made my wife watch, and she was like, "Wow, that that was good." And you know, uh, she's getting more into movies with me now because uh, she's a teacher, but. Now, now she's getting more into the movie world with me, little by little. But that's good, man. That's good. I'm happy. I'm happy to see you're doing good. Last time I saw you was a month ago, right? Yeah, I had a mustache then, and then uh, now I have the beard back. You have a mustache. Uh, it's a project we cannot talk about, but because it's not out yet. It's not out yet. But yeah, <laughs> but we were working on that. It was like what, thirteen hour day? Oh, yes. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that was a long one. Okay, so with the whole quarantine going on, I want to talk about movies that have been delayed. So, for me, two movies that I was really looking forward to. One, Mulan. And two, James Bond. Those were my personal movies that I really had like high up on my list. And it's going to be a bummer to to wait a whole year but at least i can catch up on shows and movies that are on streaming at the moment but what are some movies that were going to come out soon that you were looking forward to that got pushed to the future uh black widow man that was the one the next uh, marvel movie let's see what was going to happen that was up there that was up there uh there was a there was talking about um robert downey jr cameo because that did happen before Endgame, right? That's what they're talking about, right? Yeah, that was after Civil War, yeah. Yeah, so it's, it's all, you know, it's a new speculations. They're saying that he has a cameo, we'll see. <laughs> That's what had me excited to watch it as well. Uh, I just want to see where they go next in the whole entire MCU. Because, like, right now, you know, after Endgame, yes. you're kind of just like, what's... We lost all these heroes. Hopefully, no everybody's seen it, so it's not a spoiler. But you know, you lost Cap, you lost Iron Man, and yeah. uh, it's just like, what are, what are they going to do next? Because you hear all these big things they got planned, but you yes. don't know how they're going to pan out going forward. Endgame to me, and I'm not counting Spider-Man: Far From Home because that was technically the ending to Phase Four, but the ending, the ending for me personally, I felt like was Endgame. That was such a perfect ending. It was. You know, it was what, 10, 10 years coming? Is that is that right? Twenty two movies, twenty three movies, yeah. That was a perfect. That was a, perfect, a lot going yeah. on, man. It's, it's crazy just how they tied it up. It, every you know to get the Russo brothers to tie up all these movies done by different directors. They directed all these actors that were directed by different directors at a time, and they brought them all together and still kept their personality, still kept. You know, the way they did things. And they put it all together into these two amazing movies, Infinity War and Endgame. That, to me, was amazing. I don't know when we're going to experience something like that again. You don't know, man. I mean, I know there's a lot of people that are, you know, are going to be involved in this thing. And they've worked on different uh, Marvel productions that we can't say. But, you know, Georgia has some productions going around here. So 
there's all these things that people know bits and pieces of. Yes. But, and you know, they, they want to say something, but you don't want to hear it because, you know, spoiler alerts and what they're doing for the Disney plus is going to be real big. Disney plus that's a game changer because this is one of the few times that you can have a TV show tying into a movie, you know? Good marketing. That's how you get it. <laughs> it's like, oh, you want to know what happens in these movies and Doctor Strange too? You got to go and get the Disney Plus. Yeah, That's how they get you. So you can watch WandaVision and then you'll be up to date. Otherwise, you'll watch the movie and be like, why do I feel like I'm missing something important here? Yeah, that, that's the thing. If you're a Marvel fan, you have to have Disney Plus pretty much. You know, they have so many Marvel fans around the world. They all got Disney Plus because they want the continuity. They want, you know, it just became into, even though they're individual movies, it, it kind of became like a TV show. Every movie is an episode. They're just very long episodes. Two to three hour long episodes. <laughs> they come out every year. So it's worth the wait. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, so man, it'll be fun seeing what they do going forward, man. I hope we get Black Widow soon, man, you know, and whatever else happens. Because there was a whole debate going on about uh, should the movies that were supposed to come out this year come out on streaming? What do you think about that? Um, I think some you can let out. Like the um, like Fox, or I guess now it's Disney, has the New Mutants movie. Yes. That was supposed to come out like, I don't know, what, two, three years ago or something like that, and it keeps getting delayed. Oh, God. It's something like that. <laughs> Just put it out there. Just put it on Hulu. Just put it on Disney Plus and just, yeah. just get that movie out there. But like the big ones, like uh, the Fast and Furious movie, I understand. Yeah. You got to push that one back. That's a big franchise uh, that's still going on. And then you have Marvel movies. Now, nah, I mean, you got to bring people to the movie theater. Yeah. And um, you just you just can't have these moments where people are going to be, you got to go to the theater and enjoy this experience with everybody. Uh, but we don't know what's going to be happening with everybody once this whole coronavirus thing passes. Yeah. We're going to be a little iffy about being back in big groups. We don't know how long it's going to take for a lot of people to be comfortable. So, you know, the movie theaters might be a little rocky to start with, but we should definitely still be able to support them. I 100% agree with you, man. I feel like this is going to leave a lot of people uneasy about going back out into the world. It's, it's going to be a slow transition back. You know, once once you had you were in a packed theater, full of people for a premiere. You know, people are not gonna feel the same right away. I feel like the, if they open movies back up, they're gonna have to seat each person one seat apart, with a seat in between empty. That would be maybe a safe solution to slowly transition back into it because I know for sure me it's gonna take me a a while too to transition back into going to the movies, the premieres. That are always full of people. And we do have to support it though. You know, this is our industry. This is what you and me work in. And we always we always support it no matter what. I always try to buy a full ticket if I can. Yeah, yeah. I, I, you know, there's just things that are going on right now that are going to be out of business. And movie theaters are definitely one of those things that are like those caution spots of whether they're going to be blooming in business because people want to go see this movie or if it's just going to be one of those places that are going to be avoided for the next couple of months pretty much for the rest of the year exactly so, man that's support, that's support, support the, movie, the theaters. movie theaters i agree with that and uh also yeah i mean that that's the whole debate with streaming should some movies come out on streaming should some not and i think you're right the bigger the movie the amount of man hours they put into it you know the amount of of marketing they put out there they want to see a return on their investment because movies 
you know, their investments, their businesses. Because part of me is like, oh, these big movies, you know, if they go straight to a streaming service, yes. then it's perfect because we're just going to be home and you can just watch it on, you know, whatever you got. And it's like, great. Nailed it. We got, we saw it for, you know, whatever our subscription was. There's these, you know, but a lot of people work on these movies and you don't realize, you know, there's a whole couple hundred people, you know, you got different locations. So it's different crews sometimes. And, you know, people come in and out and it's just the work, the art, and you just got to go out there and, you know, see it in person at the theaters, go out and support and help out. But I mean, personally, I would like it if, you know, Black Widow was on Disney Plus by next month. So Taika Watiti was doing an Instagram live and some somehow he filmed i don't know if this is just a troll but somehow he filmed a page of of um thor love and thunder yeah <laughs> yeah it could be a troll it, it it could be fake but okay this is the thing that's freaking me out is thor is talking to it says tony Tony. So, yeah. Yeah. Okay. I see what we're saying right now. You think it's Tony Stark? And it's going viral right now. This is crazy. This is happening right now as we speak. Do you want to know what it says? <laughs> or you want to save save it? Okay. Um, yeah, because it might be real, might be fake, but it still be entertaining. Okay. Okay. Tony, what's up? Thor, you're back. Tony, in the back, baby. Tony and Thor hug. Thor, but, but how? I saw you die. Tony, science. Also, Thanos is back. Whoa. Thor. Mother friggin' no. So we're assembling again. Tony, again, again? It's go time. Tony, everybody, everyone who died is coming back. And this time, we're avenging even more than ever. From now on, we'll be known as... The Avengers. And see. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. okay. That, that might be a troll. Thanos is back. That's an uh, award-winning um, writer right there. <laughs> that's, a, that's an Oscar-winning writer. Yes. Academy that movie was good. Jojo Rabbit was very good. I oh. finally saw that. I'm happy you saw it. I highly recommend it to you. Like every time I saw you on the background, I'm like, dude, have you seen Jojo Rabbit? Have you seen Jojo Rabbit and Parasite? I was like, have you seen it? Because I like talking movies with you. So when you haven't seen it, I'm like, oh my God, <laughs> it's frustrating. One of the perks of being in quarantine is catching up on all these movies that you can't watch because we're working usually five days a week, maybe six if you get the weekend shoot. But yes. then it's like, oh, we don't have work at all so we're just gonna catch up on all these movies that we haven't seen that's true when, once you work as an extra you're on set for 12 to 13 hours and you don't see the daylight you go in at five six in the morning come out at 8 p.m it's just a regular day and that's how it is and that's what we're here to talk about and today we are here to talk about you specifically you were on a you were you were on a little show, a little little show, little called Cobra Kai. <laughs> uh, please tell us what you did on that show. It's a big big internet show right there. Well, okay, so I'll start from the beginning. So season one, I was uh, I was background. 
Yeah, it's- uh, everybody, I'm sure, has seen it. Maybe, hopefully, they've seen it. If not, it's on YouTube. Uh, check it out. We don't have anything to do tomorrow, so you can watch the whole season in one day. <laughs> you can watch season two with it in the same day. Um, but, yeah, what I did was I was background for the first one, there for the tournament, and then I was in a bar scene where uh, Ralph Macchio and, and William Zabka were yeah. uh, drinking beers. And then um, season two came along, and I got lucky somehow, and I ended up being Ralph Macchio stand-in. And that was crazy experience, man. We did a lot of fun stuff. Uh, Ralph's super cool. The whole cast is super cool. And uh, it's just everybody's real nice, and they work real hard, and it's just quick moving show. Like, they only got pretty much about three months to shoot 10 episodes, and they just knock it out real quick. They get it done. But everybody still has a good time. Sure, you know, it's a movie production. And, uh, you know, things can get tense, but that's just because everybody's under the gun to make the best show possible in this quick amount of time. So it's a quick turnaround. So they're done. Um, I can't say much about season three. Yes. Because it hasn't came out yet, nor has a trailer. I'm sure it'll be out. Mm, let's see, what are we in right now? April? Give it, give it May, possibly May. I think could be that. But yeah, we did a uh, we did a lot of cool stuff. Ralph's a super cool guy, man. Um, got to know him real well in season three. We actually have these these hoodies that we got right here. No I way. Show you. It's, no yeah. way. Oh. So, so Tanner, uh, who put plays Robbie on the show yes he was uh that was the rap gift from uh season three and mm-hmm. that's really what I wanted because like everybody had like hoodies or jackets by the end of season two yeah and then I was like man I just got it I gotta get one and I just missed out because I think that was a day that I wasn't there right. but um we got those this season and it is awesome man it is uh, that's I wear that around the other one you can you know we got uh we got headbands from Billy no plays Johnny on no. the show, he gives really? out headbands with the Cobra Kai logo on it. Wow. And then the season one and season two on the side, whatever season it is. So yeah. that's it's real cool, man. It's real cool for uh, those guys to come around and hand out all the stuff and, you know, take take care of you know, the standards. Second team, man. Second Second team. Okay, so for non-movie work, working listeners, explain to them what second team is, what a stand-in does. And how and how is different? Yeah, and how is different from a photo double? Because some people are gonna think photo double and standing are the same thing, but they're not. So you you can explain that better than I can. I like saying it when because it's kind of like how is the right way to explain this? Um, I do everything that Ralph does besides the stunt parts, but the camera is not rolling. So everything that he you see him do on screen, I'll do, uh, but the camera's not on. I guess would be the best way to put it. Yes. And so all the motions he does, the lines, everything, you know, for, it's for the blocking of the cameras, uh, you know, it's for the lighting, it's for all the stuff. So that when he comes in, they're ready to rock and roll and they don't waste any time shooting the shot. There's a perfect description of being a stand-in and literally you stand in, you stand. <laughs> Sometimes you get to walk and that's a treat, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah you get to be a walk-in <laughs> but it's you know whether it's raining whether it's you know it's super cold outside you gotta be out there first get that thing set up for them and then uh you know when it's time to go they bring him in and it's time to rock and roll so yeah, it's ralph's a super cool guy so it's just like all right don't mess this up don't mess this up get this <laughs> get this done right on the first try but you know sometimes it takes a couple minutes to set up a shot longer yeah. than you'd uh, like it because it gets kind of cold out there but you know it's part of the job 
How much did you get to interact with Ralph Macho? As the, as the season went on, you know, we became more talkative because uh, at first it's like, oh, this is Ralph Macho, you know, <laughs> yeah. things, my cousin, me, and you're just like, all right, let's just try not, just try not just mess this up first. Let's just make sure I know exactly what I'm doing before things happen. And next thing you know, it's uh, I get my, I get myself uh, shit canned and then I'm like, <laughs> oh, great. But uh, no, you just, but as the season goes, you know, you just, I became more uh, talkative, you know, you got to let loose all the second team gelled well. And uh, we all just, every, all the actors are super nice. So everybody just started blending real well with their second teamer and the first teamers. And everybody's real cool, man. Everybody's real nice. So it's just, everybody's there for business. We got to make sure that everybody's doing their job and, uh, you know, everybody gets done the job that they're signed up for so we can make the best show possible. Oh, that, that's good, man. I like that. So when, when did you get the call to be the stand-in for Ralph? Jeez. Oh, uh... Let's see. What was uh, I was doing a pilot for this. Uh, we were doing like this uh, casting company. Uh, we were doing this like agency, and they were a casting company. So our show was like The Office, but it was like that. <laughs> and we were. I was doing that show, and then they um, somebody tagged me on Facebook because they were looking for uh, standards for Ralph. So I pretty much ended up sending it in because the first year I was going in for a screen test. But uh, things obviously didn't work out. And then um, they were like, yeah, come on in. We, we want you to do the interview. And we were sitting there. We did the whole thing. And I got a phone call from the casting agent about probably like in a couple hours. And wow. then next thing you know, they're like, we want to go with you to be Ralph Standard. And I was like, oh, Oh shit. Like, <laughs> cause that was the first time I was an actual, like full time from start time. to finish of a season of like, you know, well, assuming that I could make it through and I did my job right, I would make it to the end of the season, but that was like, all right, you're going to be this dude standing for the entire season. And I was just like, Oh man. All right. You know, so I took it real serious. Wow. And, um, you know, I, I always joke around about the other second teamers, but I was like, every time they would yell second team, I would like be running towards set. Yeah. They would, uh, I would just hear it, you know, in my sleep because they're like second team and I would have had to be there already. There was one time I was doing um, that show that just came out with uh, Anthony Mackie on, yeah. was it Apple Plus, The Banker? Yes. So that came out and I was doing background on one day, just normal background, but I was still working Cobra Kai. Yeah, it was one of those off days, and I heard them. Uh, one of the PAs yelled, second team," and I almost, <laughs> I'm like, I started getting up and I started dashing out of holding, and then I was like, "Wait, wait, wait that's not, that's wrong show, wrong show. I'm just, I'm just background right now." <laughs> right, right, Third right. Team. So, you got so used to that that you were second team in your head. You were like, "Wait, wait, BG, <laughs> right?" Yeah, I was just like, "All right, yeah." It's just like was something instilled in me that they were just like. <laughs> All right, well, we yell second team. You guys got to be right here, man. You know, because no wasting time. We only got a short amount. We only got daylight to work this episode. So, okay. you know, we just want to make it work. Yeah. So I was just like, whoa, whoa stuck up in there. <laughs> well, what some people don't know and they're about to find out is that you and me get put up for a lot of the same roles. <laughs> <laughs> it happened. And I don't know if I, if I told you this, but I got called for the screen test for Ralph. What, the first season or both? Second, uh, second season. Second, second season. <laughs> and I had just started a new job. And 
I said, no, I can't come to a screen test. It's okay. But I remember I had talked to you about it. No, you talked to me about it. You texted me, hey, did uh, they call you for Cobra Kai? And I'm like, yes, but I couldn't do it. And then when I found out you got it, I was so happy for you. I like when my friends get, you know, bigger things. And I'm like, no way, that's awesome. Like, you and me would have been up for it. You, you might have still gotten it if I would have gotten up. But it's just, it's just funny to think. <laughs> it's just funny to think we get put up for the same roles. And I know what people are thinking when they see us. They're like, you guys don't look the same. But on paper, we do. On paper, we're like the same height, same skin complexion. So that's what, that's what they see when you, you apply. You're like, oh, 5'8", five, 5'9", five, Hispanic, this is the weight. That's why I'm growing out my beard, so we can have some difference. Him and me, we're kind of MacGyver. We're regulars of MacGyver. And sometimes when I'm there, uh, it's because Ricky's not there. Or sometimes Ricky goes and they don't call me. <laughs> So it's just a funny thing, and we get called pretty much for the same things. Like, hey, hey, we need a, a Hispanic stand, and I'm like, hey, Ricky, did they call you? He'll be like, yep. I'm like, so okay, see you there. <laughs> I said no, so they say yes to you, and then it's yeah. you say no, and then they say yes to me, and it's just like, well, you know, back, it's a rotating door. Back to who, who they're gonna use? Yeah. Well, getting back to you and uh, Karate Kid, well, Cobra Kai. My next question is, did you see the original Karate Kid? Of course. I got all of them on uh, DVD. Really? That's awesome. Be before Cobra Kai or after Cobra Kai? <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> so I needed to uh, I needed the, you know, make sure I was up to date on everything that was going on with Cobra Kai. Right. And uh, so I was like, all right, because I've seen the original one. Yeah. Um, but I was like, I know there was a number two, and then I definitely didn't know there was a number three at the time. And then number four is the one with Hillary Swank, which I had no clue about. Mm -hmm. And then there's the one with Jackie Chan and uh, Will Smith's son. There's this DVD store that I, I go to, and I was like, all right. They had the whole entire one, two, three, and four. And I was like, I'm going to get it. I'm going to watch these. Wow. And I'm going to make sure I know what's going on because yeah. they, uh, they like to make their callbacks, their references to the original movies. Yes. For the old school fans, that's a good way to keep, you know, everybody happy. Because when you watch Cobra Kai, it's the new crowd, the young kids that are yeah. fans of like um, of Robbie and the fans of uh, Mary yeah. or Sam. And then you guys will have the old school fans, the ones of Billy and the ones of Ralph watching because you want to see what goes on, what continues with the story of Johnny and then you got to have the whole entire thing because it's all Johnny's story when you're right. watching it. You know, because it's you would think like, oh, oh, okay, here we are. We're going to continue the story of Daniel Larusso because that's mm -hmm. how the first, you know, that's how all the movies were. You know, all of them, yeah, <laughs> yeah. But now the way they switched it up, which is awesome, is you go off Johnny. Yeah, you go off Johnny Lawrence's story. You see how he starts from, you know, he's in this kind of bad situation, and then he kind of wants to redeem himself and bring himself back, Cobra Kai, so he can get some, you know, get some glory in life and get some the positive going. But uh, Daniel Russo doesn't want to keep it going because they, you know, they were bullies to him throughout the whole old time in the first movie, you know. <laughs> yeah, so yeah. So he's he's gotta he's gotta stop it. And you watch uh, the Daniel and Johnny story continue, which is super cool. So you got the old school fans involved in that. Right. You got the whole martial arts, the stunts. You got the, the teenagers, which so you got all their drama going on. You got some love story in there. You got a lot of complex situations going on, but it's so fun, man. And it's only a half an hour too about 10 episodes so about 30 minutes roughly and yeah. you can knock it out man in, in one day oh dude let me tell you that was one of my favorite shows last year 
to watch. It was just amazing. I love when the continuous story, you know, when a movie ends or something ends and you're like, ah, oh, I want to know what happens after. And then we get, yeah, the, the story from Billy's side, not so much, you know, uh, Ralph Macho's side, the Karate Kid. Um, it, it's awesome to see that. The, the rivalry was always still there, you know, even though they grew up, they had very different lives. One had, let's say, a very successful life. Yes. LaRusso. La and then you got, you know, you have the, the other protagonist who didn't have such a good life growing up. And we see him kind of come back up through karate. Like karate brings him back on his feet in a sort of way to say. So I really like seeing that, the old characters coming back. I think that's awesome, man. Yeah, and I'm a fan of the original Karate Kids movies as well. But I will say my generation saw the Jaden Smith, uh, Jackie Chan movie. I'm an old soul, so I, I love old movies. I already I had already seen the Karate Kid, even though I was born in '91. But I I love the Karate the original Karate Kid movie. So I w I was still fond of the Jaden Smith Karate Kid movie. I love Jackie Chan. I mean, having him as a sensei, that that to me was like. Finally, Jackie Chan's not the hero, but the sensei, you know, the one teaching. It, it was such an... I like that movie. It was, and it was in China. In China. That was one of my favorite parts of the new Karate Kid. But, you know, there's nothing like the original. So I'm going to tell you some things. And you let me know if you knew this about, about the Karate Kid. Okay. <laughs> when Ralph Macho was doing the first Karate Kid... He was 22. I knew he was older than Daniel LaRusso, but I didn't know the exact age, so. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no, but I knew he was older, though. No one believed him. No one believed him. And I, I checked out the trailer today for this interview. I'm like, let me, let me look at the trailer. And <laughs> I was like, no way. <laughs> yeah, they were all older. They weren't, nobody was in high school. Nobody was in high school. And that's a usual Hollywood thing, but he looked like he was in high school. Bill has that super young face. Yes. Like, oh, he kept that face for life. That's, yeah. That's who they know him, man. You Google how old he is and you're like, wow, really? I definitely, you know, did not know that because he looks 20 years younger than what he actually is. Oh, also, he still has the original wax on, wax off car. Yes, yes. That's a big thing in the, the shows is what uh, that wax yeah. on, wax off car. Yeah, that big wax on, wax off. And this is the original one, which is everybody thinks is amazing. But seeing it in person is even better, right? Of, oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Being able to just be in that car was like, what? What is going on right now? But yeah. I mean, his and uh, Mr. Miyagi's, the Daniel Russo and Mr. Miyagi uh, relationship was like real life stuff, man. Because, you know, it was just something that went beyond the screen, and those guys stayed close. Yeah, that they stayed very close, and I think nobody knew how well that movie was going to do when it came out, and the relationships started, and this like fan base started. It became a cult. It had a cult following after the original movies came out, and I think that's awesome. That's why I'm happy that the show continued. That 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 they made it into a show that continued the story. I'm very happy that that happened. You know, the original referee was the karate trainer. And he was trained by none other than Chuck Norris. <laughs> Did you know? No, I, didn't, I didn't know that fun fact. And the referee for the first Karate Kid, uh, he was the one that trained everybody. And on the credits, he is the fight choreographer and karate instructor. 
So he taught them karate, and he he got a small role in the movie being the referee. And he was trained by Chuck Norris. So just to add on to that. That's awesome, man. <laughs> Another fun fact, you might have known this though. Uh, William Sapka continued his training after Karate Kid. Like, he continued training karate in real life and became a green belt. I can believe that. He did uh, a lot of action movies after Karate Kid time was over. Yes, yes, yes. I think that's why he kept his training up. And, so he had know, to keep himself in shape. <laughs> it taught him discipline. William Sapka said that there's so many people that had like trouble with his character. Like they didn't like it at all. And even that years after the movie came out, people would try to get into fights with him in real life. <laughs> yeah, he said it. In wow. He said that there's so many people that had like trouble with his character and they hated that character so much that people would be mad and he would be like, it's just a character I played. But people would be so pissed. <laughs> they were trying to fight him in bars or wherever they found him. That, <laughs> Johnny <that's>... Lawrence. <laughs> <laughs> like, no, I'm William Savka. <laughs> but, well, yeah, that's it for my, for my fan, fan facts. So, tell me about one experience that stood out to you while you were being the stand-in for Ralph Macho. Um, Let's see. Um, I got to go back to season two because I can't talk about season three yet. Um, I guess probably the thing that would be the most, most memorable, most fun would have to be, um, it is. damn, what would be the, the most, the most thing from season two? Let's see. I probably have to say when we, we were in the car, it was a good time. The original, the original car that Mr. Miyagi gives Ralph in the first Cobra Kai, we had, um, Anytime that Ralph got to do like scenes by himself, those yeah. were always interesting. Like his, uh, his training scenes or yes. any scene where he had to go and do some kind of reflection. So there's a scene in season two when they go, when he's at the beach yeah, and he thinks he sees Mr. Miyagi, but it's just, uh, it's just another dude and he's uh, fishing. Right. And we shot that scene early. We went all the way to, where did we go? Um, Savannah. No, right. Fiji Island. Yeah, so yeah, it was, it was, not Fiji Island. What was it, Tybee Island? Tybee Island, Ty, yeah, Tybee Island, yes. <laughs> Fiji. <laughs> Fiji Island, ain't, ain't in Georgia. Ain't in Georgia. <laughs> yeah, and, uh, I drove there, like left uh, Duluth in about one in the morning, got there close to five, and then we shot around six. Yeah. Because we had to get there for the sunrise, and it's, uh, it's Ralph walking out on the beach, and then he sees him out there. He sees this dude, and uh, he's like, "Oh, he's like he thinks it's Mr. Miyagi," but he goes up and he's he's like, "Oh, you're sorry. I thought you were somebody else." And then next thing he knows, uh, the guy gives him some kind of advice that was Mr. Miyagi-ish. And he's just like, "Oh, that's you know." So it was those scenes when Ralph got to do them by himself. Yeah, that I felt like those were really cool days because wow. there was a there's always more there's so many characters and yeah. so many actors and you got so much complex scenes yeah. that go on so with the days that ralph got to do things by himself you really got to study him working that's what i was doing when i was there i was like oh man look how he you know he does this scene so it was kind of like learning classes for me yeah taking it from this guy has been in movies for years you know his career's been last decades and you just get to watch Ralph Macchio just work and yeah. just was like studying. So those, those days were the best for me. Cause I got to just watch, learn, listen, 
and you know it was always fun plus we were out on the beach apart yeah. from it being super windy it was really nice out there some of the stuff we get paid for man some of the movies we work on and the scenes we get to do and the actors we get to see are just like so much fun so crazy because you just sit there i know a lot of stuff happens and we work constantly and a lot of stuff happens to the point where you just got to take a break take you know pause for a second take a deep breath and like look around and be like man like there's this actor over there or man i'm like supposed to be in chicago right now but <laughs> most of it's a green screen well, we're about to run through it because it's being destroyed so we get to do a lot of fun stuff man it's a yeah. crazy experience being a, a background actor you get to see these people on tv that some of them you grew up with, some of them that are just these mega stars that you're just like, how in the world am I standing next to The Rock right now? <laughs> you know, I've been watching him growing up. Uh, uh, you know, well, he grew up on TV wrestling, and then I grew yeah. up watching him on wrestling. Now we're working on Jumanji together. And it's just like, what in the world is going on? Or this oh. person's book that you've been reading, and you're just like, oh, now I'm right next to this guy. And it's just, wow, what a, what a wild experience we get to do sometimes when we go out there and we perform and we, you know, cause our jobs pretty much make the background, make the scene live, you know, and not mess it up and look at the camera or <laughs> fall or do anything that's going to mess up the entire scene, draw the eyeline off the main actor. So we got to go out there and, you know, we still have a job to do. People are like, Oh, your background, ah, whatever. But it's like, man, we got an important job. You know, when we do The Resident, you know, you and I, it's yes. one of the only shows we get to work on together because yes. it's one or the other. <laughs> and I saw you in the season finale of The Resident. You're at the front desk. So we get to do all these cool things. I love it when it's the days when it's like they got to be, there's something going on and we yes. all are rushing around because it's like, oh man, we got it. We got a fun day. Yes. Because some days, yes, you get to be pedestrian and it's just you crossing in the background and you're out of focus and you're Correct. just walking around. And then you get the cool days when it's like, all right, go ahead and grab this cart and push that or bring this IV to this person or, you know, something's going on here. So <laughs> run across the screen right now. And uh, it's, it's, there's, there's those fun days, man. So, you know, even the cattle call days can be fun. Oh, yeah. Cattle call uh, for our non movie working people, cattle call. It's pretty much what it sounds like. A lot of people in one place. <laughs> a lot of people in one place at a time. It could be a concert scene. It could be a busy street. It could be a riding. Think of like Joker when everybody was riding outside. That was a cattle call. Stuff like that. That's what's called the cattle call. <laughs> and we have been part of those many times. So yeah. <laughs> You know what I always thought when I watched The Joker was like, what was it like being Joaquin Phoenix's stand-in during that movie? Yes, and I am. The, I want to find that guy and I want to interview him or somebody that did background on Joker during the riot scene. I want to know what it was like. Oh, that would yeah, be a fun night. There was probably a couple overnight. That was probably a whole week of overnight shoots. That was about a week. Uh, about a week of overnight shoots, and. Coming back to what you said about being a background or even standing, it is a job we have to do. Some people say, oh, it's just going back and forth or it's not acting, but sometimes you have to act. Not in a way that you have to speak lines, but you have to show emotion many times. There's been times that the camera's been on me without me knowing, and they're like, I need you to react. I'm like, oh, I'm sorry, I didn't know the camera was on me or the people around me. 
So, yeah, so they're like, look scared, look happy, smile, laugh, cheer. You know, there's so many things you have to do. Even when there's a cattle call and you have a bunch of people running around, you have to look scared. Because one time, it was on um, Brockmire. This show already, it already came out. Brockmire season one. We all had to get, like, in this big fight. It was a cattle call. It was, like, 100 people getting in a fight. But nothing dangerous, pushing each other. And we were all smiling because we were having fun with it. And the director's like, cut, cut, cut. Why are you guys smiling? You guys are fighting. And we're like, oh, we didn't think you could see our faces. You thought you just saw a bunch of people, blurry people in the background. They're like, we see. We, we see everyone smiling. It's the craziest thing. So that's, okay, we have to act now. I'm like, oh, my God. We got to act. And look me and be like, fuck you, man. Pantomime, pantomime. <laughs> pantomime. People, by the way, I, I'm not an actor. I'm more a behind-the-cameras guy, but... Uh, for three years now, my job has been background. That's where I met Ricky. You know, that's where I met a lot of my good friends now that you're going to see on this show in the coming up, you know, weeks. Hey, man, you're a phenomenal actor, okay? You're a phenomenal actor. Yeah, in the background. Blurry. <laughs> you died a couple times on The Walking Dead. <laughs> three times. Took a shotgun bullet straight to the chest. And the head. And the head. And the head. Yes. Yes. You died a couple times. Doing this background stuff is, is amazing. And a few lucky backgrounds get picked to be stand-ins for a whole season or a whole movie. That's why I want to talk to Ricky today because you could be a stand-in for a day. I've been called for day player stand-in roles. And that's fine. I'll take I'll take any work I get. But when, once you're lucky enough to you know be the stand-in for one of the main characters and you're pretty much... One of the biggest characters of the show. That that must be a great feeling, right? It's a great feeling, but I feel like I put myself underneath a ton of pressure to make sure that, you know, I hold it together for second team. Right. right. But it's fun, man. It's a good experience, and it's it's a lot of fun. And let me ask you a question. Uh, when you did second team on Cobra Kai that we're talking about, did you ever go over any lines with some of the other second team? Uh, we went over, we would always go over lines in the, like in the morning, it's like we would get breakfast and then we sit at the table and we go over lines, just, just be safe, just be ready to go. And, um, we would do them sometimes, sometimes it'd be, you know, we're under the gun with clocks running. So it's just like, all right, just let's do it. Get the, get the key points of the, the dialogue and then just get on out. Uh, there was one time when I did have to do it with first team because they sent Ralph to lunch early and it's a scene in season two when Ralph comes out and all the students are fighting in the back and it's, uh, it's Robbie and he's, he's fighting in the back cause all the Cobra Kai kids are coming over and there's a point where Ralph goes like, Hey, you know, he's like, why are you doing this? Blah, 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 blah. I can't really remember yeah. the lines exactly. Right, but he's right. like, because he's like, what do you mean? He's like, I was in Cobra Kai. And then they had to act off my reaction. And I was just like, Holy shit. <laughs> all right. <laughs> <laughs> all right I, I, got, I only got like maybe three lines in this scene but it's like they were just like come on read the lines read the lines you it's your, you know we sent right. them out we cut them we broke them early so it's your turn to read these lines oh and no. i was just like okay all right all right you know this yeah. is part of the job you gotta you gotta make sure you're you're ready to go so luckily i nailed it and they they gave the good reactions and was like yeah. okay and then i was riding off like this crazy high for the rest of the week when you pretty much this whole entire thing, when you do background, it's just being ready for whatever they call you in for. Yes. So sometimes like when we, we do the resident, 
they'll just be like, hey, uh, Jorge, come on, uh, we need you in there. And then you'll go in there and you don't know what you're getting thrown into. Mm-hmm. But they'll be like, all right, you, what you need to do is you need to bring this thing into the main actor, blah, blah, blah. And it's just like, all right, you know, because you, you just might have been sitting and holding for the last four hours. You got to be ready to go on anything, on any job. Even if you're sleeping on the desk and you have to, you know, get yourself together. Because sometimes you'll be in holding four to five hours. Some people read, some people go to sleep. And they're like, okay, pictures up. Everybody starts scrambling. Girls start putting, ladies start putting on their makeup. Guys start, you know, like getting ready. It's like wiping the drool off. It's just like, okay, let's go. Like, okay, yeah, you let's got go. all the marks on your forehead yeah. from what you've been sleeping. Yeah, when, yeah when, you, when you're like this, yeah, yeah. You're like, okay, let's go. Let's go. Let's do this. I like doing background or standing or whatever. It's fun. It's a fun job. Standing. It's fun, man. It's fun. It's, it's a fun, fun job. It's different. You're not doing like a desk job. You're not doing the same thing. Yeah. Constantly, repeatedly throughout the week, you get to do something different. Like we might be in a hospital tomorrow. And then the following day, we'll be, you know, running through the streets of New York. And then the following day, we'll be in a, a science lab. Yeah. So you get to do all these crazy things, you know, and then maybe one show you're back in the 1800s. Yeah. You get these cool costumes and everything. Yeah. It's, it's funny. Uh, in a week, you'll have like five different jobs. One day, you'll be a restaurant worker. You'll be a waiter. Then you'll be a businessman. Then you'll be a teacher. You'll go back to college and be a college student. It's the funniest thing. You got to have a planner uh, because if you know, you, when you're doing that, it's like every day something different possibly. So you got to keep track of what you're working on yes. that week or else you're just going to be like, uh, oh, great. You know, it's like you're working on this show until about midnight and then the next day your call time, they send you the email and it's like 4 a.m. Yeah, it happened to me once that um, I forgot to read the wardrobe instructions and they brought suits. And it was like casual, and they're like, "This this doesn't work." I'm like, "I'm so sorry. I did not even read the instructions. I just brought a bunch of suits. I thought it was like a business thing." And they're like, "No, this is like a casual day in the park." I was the only guy with this suit that day, and they put me deep background, deep, 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 <laughs> deep. Like he doesn't fit in here. It's it's a hundred degrees, and he has a full suit with a tie, and I was dying, and that was horrible too. But but it's just getting that headspace, be ready to to do a different job each day. Yeah, because you don't know what they're going to ask for when you go in there. You know, it's like, all right, here's, a, here's what the uh, call time is, here's the location, here's wardrobe. And that's right. about as far as you know going into it. And then you get there, then they read you the scene, and then you're just like, okay, that's cool. And then you don't know where you're going to be placed. You could be right next to the actor, you could be far deep background, uh, but you just got to be ready to go for whatever they ask for. Well, before we finish, there is one thing I want to talk to you about. <laughs> you and me the background on Avengers Endgame. <laughs> <laughs> yes. How hard was it to keep that secret of what we saw that day? Well, it was kind of it was it, it was definitely difficult because um my brother was asking questions. Yeah. And then his his friends were asking questions. Yeah. And it's like you want to tell them but the good thing was we didn't really know exactly what was going on in that right. scene. Right. And I had my theories of what it was. It was the army scene when um, Tony and Steve go back to go get the, um, what is it, the uh, space stone. Yes, in the 70s, in the 1970s. Prim particles. So it's that scene, and we're in there. And you can see Jorge uh, blurred out. 
Now I'm, be, I'm walking behind Tony, yes. You're there, and I'm in the Jeep when they do the wide shot. Yes, yes, yes. And uh, so you have all that going on. And we had the theories of, like, what was going on because they were shooting Infinity War and Endgame at the same time. Yeah. So we weren't really sure exactly how the whole story went about. We didn't even know which one it was. We were just like, uh, it's, uh, it's the Avengers, and they still have part one and part two. But uh, so the good thing was, luckily, they didn't tell us anything. Right. That, you know, because they kept it on under wraps. So it was like, I don't really even know what I could tell you to give away things. It's like, I know these are the main, these are the actors I saw, but it's like, I don't even want, I can't even tell you that. <laughs> but apart from that, it's like, here's the, the setting we were, and here's who the actors were. Yeah. And other than that, I have no other context of the scene, but it was still, you know, all those things are difficult. You can't can't give them away i don't like giving away spoilers and that was yeah. that was one of those movies where people were like tell me anything anything you know please i need to know what's going on like i heard that uh with yeah. jack black and uh karen gillian were shooting the last jumanji yeah uh, endgame hadn't came out yet but infinity war did and he was trying to always trick her into like giving really? away <laughs> yeah <No>. secrets <laughs> about the movie and and uh nebula had a big part of Endgame, so he was like, All right, huge, what? like, yeah, <laughs> it's like, what do, you, what do you got, you know? So he was always trying to get her to give out the, the, the scoop on everything. But see, everybody was a fan. Everybody wanted to know what happened next. Even, even Jack Black, Nacho Libre. Even Nacho Libre in Spanish, quiero información. <laughs> Dude, let me tell you, I remember that day very specifically when I saw Tony Stark's father, Howard Stark. I was freaking out. I couldn't freak out. I couldn't freak out physically because I was doing my job and I had to be a soldier. But in on the inside, I was screaming. I'm like, what the hell is going on? Why is Tony Stark's father out here? And why is he hugging him? My <laughs> brothers, I have two younger brothers. You know, they're, they're adults now. So they're always like, what's going on? What happened? Like, like, who did you see? I'm like, don't worry about it, man. You know, get on, get on. Get on the movie, get on the show, and you'll see for yourself. So I told my brother that, my um, uh, second oldest brother, and he got on. He he got on the show, and he started doing background work. He's like, oh, dude, you were right. <laughs> like, this is amazing. This is great. And I'm like, oh, see, I told you. You know, don't ask me. Do it. Just check it out for yourself. You'll love it. Because here in Georgia, there are so many shows and movies going on. Well, not right now because of the quarantine going because on. Because you have more than five or ten people together, and now we're all... That's like the yeah. whole business. <laughs> yeah. Just the crew. Just the crew behind the camera. How many people would you say? That's like a good 60 people. Uh, yeah. You count the grips, the PAs. Yeah. You know, it's, it's, a, it's a good 40 to 60 people. 40 to 60 people. Uh, depending on the production. Uh, behind the, any movie, you'll have 40 to 60 people behind the camera. And that doesn't count the people, you know, that are doing the editing and that are in the offices. And crafty. That doesn't uh -huh. count crafty either. Crafty's my favorite, man. We can't go on without Crafty. I'm just saying. Crafty, the coffee's always there. The sandwiches, the chips. Never forget the unsung that. heroes. Crafty. Them and Transpo. Transpo. Oh, dude. What would we do without them? Yeah, that's true. Yeah, man. Well, so that's pretty much all I have for you today, man. And thank you so much for being on. This has I've enjoyed this. You have no idea. I miss talking movies. Like You have no idea. <laughs> No, it's nice, man. It's nice just to talk to somebody outside of, uh, you know, because uh, we, we've been stuck in uh, quarantine, so we haven't had a chance to go back to holding, and it makes you really appreciate 
Yeah. You know, everything we missed out on, not being able to go back on set, not being able to go holding, not being able to entertain people. So just be yeah. able to see all these people you miss from, from holding, you know, it's just cool to, to get, get around and interact with these people somehow. So Zoom's a good way to stay in touch with everybody. Yeah, we're in quarantine, but it's better to be inside for a few months and have the rest of your life, you know? Hopefully we're done this thing by, um, I mean, I definitely know we're stuck in it for another month. Hopefully somewhere in May we start getting some good news. Yeah. And June, you know, things can start going back to normal and productions might start back up because once this thing is over and they get, allow people in big groups to be back together, yeah. you know, it's just going to be all these productions trying to play catch up. Exactly. And all these, you know, so we're going to be, you know, starting in, jumping into all these things that have been waiting just to keep going. And it's going to be fun because there's going to be a lot of work for everybody in the background world. So hopefully it all works out like that, that we can just all just go back into it after, uh, what are we on? This is week four right week now. Four. Yeah. Week four. Yeah. So we got, we got a couple more, so you'll get your extra, uh, episode of tiger King and, uh, I'll be able to watch parasite and then we'll, uh, hopefully by the time all this is over, we're all ready to rock and roll and good to go. Cause I'm just been, I'm kind of like antsy. It's been nice just to like new, do nothing yeah. and just sit around in your underwear and just watch Netflix all day. But, um, you know, you, we just gotta, I just, I miss being out there. I miss working. I miss the whole entire process of right. making all these productions, you know? So it's been fun. It's been fun, but, um, uh, it's, I mean, it's good. It's a little good time off because we work so much. Yeah. It's, it's <laughs> a little- we got it. We got it's our time, time off. off, but you know, it's nice to work and get money as well. <laughs> that That's always nice. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, uh, we'll see how things go. I think the whole world, I think the whole world's ready to get back in there until the safe and, you know, no new movies or TV shows can be made until the quarantine's done. So we're all, you know, it's not just for us to work, but also for the entertainment, for people, all these things that we're supposed to start this year are not being made. And movies that were supposed to come out this year are not going to come out till next year. So I just, we all want to get back in there, you know, but as safely as possible, you know, hopefully we'll get, we'll all get through this together and, and it won't get any worse than this, hopefully. I mean, as long as we social distance each other and yes. stay inside, this thing will pass by in a couple of weeks and we'll all just be able to slowly go back to civilization in public. Yeah, because this show was supposed to be in person. Like, with, uh, I was going to, yeah, I, I was already setting up the studio with the microphones and everything. Uh, and then, you know, all this happened. So this is how we have to talk, but it's okay for now. At least we can talk, you know? At least we can communicate. Yeah, it's good that everybody's still able to stay in touch with each other through all this stuff. Because some people are stuck at home by themselves, and it's just like they need some kind of outlet to stay in touch with other people. All right, Ricky. Well, thank you so much for being on with us today, man. And for real, stay safe. I hope to see you soon in person, hopefully in a production, right? Hopefully, man. Hopefully I see you in background again. Yes, yes. Or something bigger, man. Yeah, all right. Thanks for being here. 